Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore, humble caddy, part-time bartender, part-time dog walker, and full-time sports handicapper. We're here every week to provide you with the hot picks, our best selections for for the games now that they've legalized gambling here in Jersey, and uh, we're all going to try to make you, make you a little bit of money every week. The yard March Madness marches on. It was uh, it was a great weekend. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Let's uh, let's uh, introduce uh, our guests. My brother Richard, the Math Whisperer, Salvatore, returning. It's great to be on on the eve of of one of the best weekends of sports in the in the in the entire year. The baseball season starting, and we're getting to the Sweet Sixteen. It's an awesome weekend. Fired up. Jim Dodge coming back, coming fresh off the heels of his fort. How what birthday? Big yeah. birthday boy, yes. Happy Big four birthday. seven. Whoa, forty seven. Wow. What, what are you round? Feeling what terrible. You, when you round that, what are you round that to? Uh, thirty five. I met you. You were just a young. You were a twenty seven. I know. Spry. You had that comb over going, and now look at you. <laughs> yeah, I had the businessman's comb over, trying to hide the patches. You're actually better now. It's amazing. Usually, people when they get older, it gets much, much worse. Yeah, and it's a good. I have a good shaped head, you're, thankfully. You're gonna peak soon, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. Thanks for having me back. Uh, since I didn't do so well, but we'll talk about that we'll later. We'll get into that in a minute. And uh, and uh, a newcomer to the show, an old friend of ours, a real old friend of Dodge's. They met back in college. He is a, a baseball guru. Mr. Rick Collins, welcome to the show. All right, all right, all right. Bubba, it's an honor and a privilege to be across you and your brother, a couple of podcast legends, and of course to my left, the ultimate loser of Hoboken, Mr. Jim Dobbs. <laughs> uh, can't wait, really grateful to be here and looking to giving uh, these great podcast listeners a return on their investment with some baseball plays. All right, sounds good. The season's starting early. It's all coming. It's uh, it's overlapping with March Madness. It's going to be great. We're going to... Uh, we're gonna we'll get, we'll get into that in a little bit as well. Uh, let's uh, what, last week. The, so the tournament was great as always. It's always really good. It, we, not as much drama as usual. They really didn't have a big storyline. A bit chalky. You know, you, you see lots of lots of ones through fives in in the Sweet Sixteen. I think maybe only one team that a high seed that snuck in Oregon. But I still loved it. It was great. I, I mean, I, you know, there, there weren't there weren't as many uh, exciting games. There were a couple. Duke should have lost. They really should have lost that game. That was the story right yeah. there. They had them. Unbelievable. That alley-oop. They should have never gone for the oh, alley-oop, this, run the clock out. Yeah, they tried sucked. to go with the big play. Big. Uh, that one hurt. That yeah. hurts bad. God, would have been a, if Duke got knocked out, it would have been chaos for all the – I would have loved it. I didn't take Duke in any of my pools, so – it would have been. Uh, it would have been. That would have been the story. It, it started off great, actually. Minnesota was the first out of the gate, upset big, rolled. They rolled the first game of the day, and I thought this is going to be be underdog city. And then, uh, then the favorites kind of Thursday, especially, really just just came came rolling in. I think it was a tale of two rounds. Underdogs went twenty one ten and one in the first round. Second round, Duke was the only favorite that didn't cover, and the dogs went fifteen and one. I mean the favorites. Wow, yeah, this, we got a stats guy here. This is good. <laughs> yeah. now, even, now, no, it's, now I understand why I did so great Thursday and Friday, and I got crushed on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> That's that must be the reason. Yeah, that, uh, all favorites. That's rare. Very rare. I was in Atlantic City Thursday. It was it was a great scene there. It was really. Uh, 
It was, you know, even just because everybody's, you know, got a lot of money riding on these games, so people are going crazy. So it was, uh, it doesn't matter, if, you know. You can always make it back in the next game. That's why it's uh, it, gamblers love that. You know what I mean? Just, just keep doubling, doubling, doubling. Just That's keep it. Keep reaching in the pocket. <laughs> Eventually, you're bound to get one right, Jim Dodge. And now we have baseball. It's start. It's actually baseball has already started. I think we mentioned that last week. Yeah. It's been two games, and uh, it's a real early start to the season. That's that's coming tomorrow with. Uh, round two of the tournament. It's it's gonna tomorrow's gonna be a great day of gambling. I mean, just all day, all night. I love it. I you know yeah. Usually I feel like they start the final four weekend and I they moved it up this year and I think it's 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 great to start a little bit earlier. It, it makes for this weekend to have a lot of action, a lot of games going on, and I think every team is in play tomorrow. I'm I'm pretty sure of that which makes just for wall to wall action with, with the baseball and then leading into the uh, start of the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I always say this is the best time of the sports year. You got March Madness, you got opening day, then you got the NBA playoffs, and what better with hockey in a game seven? Oh, it's great. Oh, game hockey playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, that's when you start paying attention to hockey. The absolute best. Playoff hockey's the best. Sprinkling the Masters, it's not too uh, Sprinkling the Masters, sprinkling a little horse racing, a little triple crown. You got the Florida Derby on Saturday, the first big triple crown prep in uh, in Florida, so uh, I'll be looking at that a little bit as well. The horses, everything's heating up. The weather's warm. You don't feel too bad about losing if it's nice out. You know what I mean? Takes the sting away. Yeah, exactly. You Crawling out, out of the winter. Fresh air. Unfortunately, I do have to dust my bib off though, and I'll be setting my alarm clock again as caddy season will be kicking off. Uh, it, it, it's you know, it's it's nice to be out there, but but the first first couple of weeks are a little uh, little little. A little shock to the system, having slept till noon all winter. Back to the yard for picks from the yard. Quick uh, recap of last week. We we went three and five, unfortunately, but uh, it was still uh, we had a great. I thought we were gonna kill it, with, like I said, with the Minnesota bet. But quickly, I my I split. I went one and one. My two games were kind of like Syracuse was never in it, and uh, UCF rolled. So they're both kind of laughers. Unfortunately, I did not have the right side of both of them. Richard took Belmont, who covered, could have, should have, we'll talk about that in a minute, one outright, and Wisconsin, that was a loser. Jim Dodge picked two winners, but they unfortunately were laying a lot of points. So as the teams advanced, Dodge managed to go 0-2, some things never change. And uh, Bill Lesko had a, had had the winner on Minnesota right off the bat. We sprinkled a little on the money line, so that was a great start to the uh, the whole tournament. And then Villanova, well, we lost on Villanova, but we kind of broke even some of us because as the game tipped off, you could, it, it's one of those situations where you actually could have middled it, right? Because the point spread went to three and a half. They won by four. It was four and a half when we recorded, and then it got by tip off. It was three and a half, and it landed right on the number. And uh, I mean, they should have covered the four and a half. Just they should have covered the it four was and a like, half. At the end, I couldn't believe it was going on at the end of the game. I got, right. We got to count it as a loss because when when we went. When we were on the show, we said it was four and a half, and if the show doesn't have anything, it has integrity. We keep track of our, our picks for real, but if you if you waited till tip-off, you would have covered on that one. Good thing I was caught up in the excitement in AC as we just kept reloading as we saw that line drop, so we uh, we, we did all right. But, but we'll see if we can do a little better uh, this week. Uh, three and five, not a great start. The, the parlay should have wow, definitely, gee. definitely hit. 
two laughers, Minnesota and UCF. And and Belmont, I, I mean, I jog my memory here. It's been, it seems like a, a month ago, but uh, they were, I think they were leading. They were leading the entire way until the very end. And then even at the end, they had a shot. They had and the they, ball with the, the t- yeah. 20, I mean, over 20 seconds ago and a timeout. And the guard, they panicked. They didn't even get a shot. They did not get a shot off. I mean, how do you do that? That would have been that would have been so great if the parlay came that close. But oh well, we uh, we count it as a loser. We'll see if we can uh, we can get it back this week. I'm gonna jump right in with the late Thursday game. It's not a bet, not a particularly fun bet, especially uh, Thursday night. If you're if like me, you'll be out watching baseball and having a couple beverages all day and bet an under a bet a boring under in the late game. Virginia Oregon. Virginia's first two games came in under. They've got like a stifling defense and uh, Oregon. I don't. I mean, I, I think we're gonna talk about this game later, but I don't. I don't. I don't even understand what. I don't even know if they should be in there. The Pac-12 is terrible. They beat Wisconsin. It's fine. I think Wisconsin wasn't that great. And then they beat UC Irvine, which I can't even you know talk about. I don't even know anything about that. So I you didn't follow UC Irvine. No, all I year? did not follow What's UC Irvine this year. So I like under one eighteen point five with Virginia's stifling defense. I, I see a low scoring game here. I like that pick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up on that theme, and I'm gonna go with the under in the Gonzaga Florida State game under one forty six and a half. I like the unders in in these kind of early games a little bit later in the tournament. You know, they're, they're, the teams may be a little bit nervous. They're, they're a little bit careful coming out. They're on the big stage. There's a lot of attention paid in these games. And, um, you know, I, th- I think because of that, they, they play a little tentatively. And uh, yeah, I like unders in these games. I think also you might want to sprinkle a little bit under first half because I think, especially in the first half, you'll see these games often start off a little bit slow. I so. do like – actually, I think last season – it didn't come in too great this year, but last year we were really blanketing the first half unders because just everybody's a little tentative. They're not taking any in. The, that is a pretty good angle. We'll probably do that with Virginia too, under half in game. I like that. Right, picture. right, yeah. And uh, my first pick will be Tennessee, the early game Thursday uh, against Purdue. Tennessee never been to a Final Four. Purdue never been to a Final Four since 1980. Uh, Why I like Tennessee is I think they got balanced scoring, five guys averaging double figures. Uh, they got Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, and I think they're Admiral gonna, Schofield. I love that name. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're going to beat up on Purdue a little bully ball. Uh, Carson Edwards shot lights out, but five guys against one, and I like the coaching advantage with Rick Barnes. This game is going to be fantastic. I think, like you said, both teams have not been in the Final Four in a long time, and I, and I mean, I have Purdue in, in making the Final Four, but this is going to be a battle. I think this is this is going to be so, that's going to be a great one. So we'll see. All right, my first pick. Now, I'm admittedly on tilt, so you might want to keep that in mind. No. My first two picks last week, LSU, Tennessee, uh, they were LSU up by, by 15, oh by Colgate, the end of that Tennessee. Game? Uh, I, I thought we were betting first halves. Maybe that's what I was the thinking. The end of the LSU The wheels game. fall off the wagon. They start giving up, and then, you know, I, I'm 0 for 2. So Sneaking I am tired. Door. That yeah. LSU-Yale game was backwards because we all, like, uh, yeah, Yale thought, first half, yes, and then LSU, the and it went the exact Yale opposite of what we thought. the ball at the end of the game. I, they were, I know. They didn't make a three early, and then they couldn't miss later. They didn't the rim. Until it mattered with the spread. Once it matters with the spread, all these Ivy Leaguers step up. You know what I mean? Oh, the game's out. 
out of reach. Let me just ruin everybody, you know? <laughs> so I'm sick of this LSU team. I've not been more disappointed since the uh, Chris Jackson, Shaquille O'Neal. What year was that, Rick? I know what. Uh, 1991. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been, I'm disgusted with them. They, they, they don't cover. So this could be a spite. I'm taking the favorite, Michigan State, and I just hope, just put this team out of its misery and me out of my misery for backing them every time they play. I mean, I guess I, I, Michigan State has to have the coaching advantage. So it's not even a show oh, yeah. that's coaching yeah. LSU. Oh, yeah. What, four games against yeah. uh, however yeah. many years Izzo's been there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. I love this pick. I think, so, I think they're going to hammer, hammer LSU. Keep in mind, I'm at full boil, but I just want to see LSU lose by a lot. Good thing being on tilt is a comfortable color on you, Jim Dodge. <laughs> so really, you're in, you're in, I feel like you're in your zone He's when you're in comfort on zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my oh, gosh. Sure. I'm going to jump in on a, on a game, a Friday game now. It's a 7.30 start. North Carolina is playing Auburn. I know Auburn's sort of a little bit of the story, one of the storylines here. You know, they've been hot. They've been, but, I mean, if you look at it, they should have been bounced. In the, I don't know if you watched the first game against New Mexico State. Really, They tried to give that away. Gave it away. Yeah, they tried to give it away, and Mexico had three chances. So, I mean, really, I thought Auburn was going to be was going to be knocked out, knocked out there. And then they they turn around, they killed Kansas. Kansas has been a joke all year, so that does not impress me. And I think the team. This is when the the cream. I mean, you got North Carolina is not. They are. They they can roll if they get blood in the water. Now yeah. they're not. They're not. They're not losing. It's yeah. So I can see this game getting getting a little out of hand. I love North Carolina here for my second. Pick. I'm going to pick Oregon plus eight and a half. Whoa. I uh, I agree. Early in the year, they weren't that good, but I feel like they've gotten hot at the right time. I was impressed with their win over Wisconsin. Um, I know in the second round, UC Irvine is is you know not a, a big name team, but I I feel like they're kind of playing with house money. They're, they're you know they're playing loose, and I Virginia. I still don't believe in Virginia. Very still tough can, to argue for Virginia at any point. In right. The tournament. That's right. I mean, in the ACC tournament, they kind of choked when they should have moved on. And, you know, they, they got through the first two rounds. In the first round, they were shaky in that game. I mean, they were very. Right. So I, I still think that they're not a team you want as a big favorite against a real team like Oregon. So I like I like the eight and a half points here. I like this pick. I can't. This, that's pretty high for a team that Virginia is shaky. And I thought they were going to come and roll teams because of what happened last year. And they start right off the bat, they go down. And you know now it's. it's it's the complete opposite. I think they're going to be full of confidence and killing teams. You know, they look they look nervous. I mean, this is this, this is a dicey game. They better they better better watch out for uh, you know Oregon. Just I don't think Oregon's very good, but I also see Virginia as a you know perennial choker. And there's a theory out there that because they play that tough tough defense at this time of year, they wear down a little bit. And I think we're going to find that out on Thursday. And I'm my money's on that. Oregon plus eight and a half. Great. My uh, my second game is the late game Thursday between two of the best defensive teams in the country. But I really like Michigan beating up on Texas Tech. Uh, Love Texas this Tech. Pick. They played some uh, some competition, but they really shut down a Buffalo team that I'm not sure. I think they reached their point in the tournament where they were going to end up. Uh, they got a great player, Texas Tech and Jarrett Culver, but. I really like Michigan's advantage with the guards here. Xavier Simpson, Jordan Poole. Uh, they also have the Big Ten uh, Freshman of the Year, Ignis Bedzikis. And uh, oh. I see them winning by double digits, something like 68-54. Nice, boring game where they pull away. This is one like of those great uh, spots to bet that the alternate lines we talk about. If you go on the DraftKings app, you can find that, you, you know, you get really great odds. I could, you could probably, you know, you could probably think Michigan minus, I think double digits is good. You take a minus eight and you get great odds. 
odds on that. I just I think this is going to be a beatdown. I agree. I like their and I and their program is good. Their coach is good. Texas Tech, I think, is the only team left from the Big Twelve. And you look at the Big Twelve; all those teams are done. Their claim to fame is that exactly. So they look great in their own conference. But let's see how they do against a, a good Big Ten team. Yep. And all right, guys, after you win all your money on Michigan State, what do you do? You take a little sip of beer, put some money in, and let's go, since it's baseball season, with a real homer here, Duke. Oh, my. The Duke Blue Devils, minus seven. jackass in the country is going to try to get their money back on this game. It's a wake-up call last game. Here they come. I do agree with that. Sorry, Johnny Dawkins. Uh, Here comes the boy Vulcan, Krzyzewski, getting (laughs) his guys fired up for the big game. He's not going to pass out on the sideline for this one. He's going to have a win by 10. So there you go. I'm taking Duke all the way. Over this is the last game on Friday. This is the cla- this is like the Sunday night football prayer. Like everyone likes the big fan. I kind of like Duke, but everyone's gonna be everyone's on their big favorite getting their money back. I'm, I'm a little worried. Sometimes everybody's line. right. That's all I'm saying. Once in a while, everybody's right, and this is that I agree time. with the scare thing. I I took Virginia Tech in the, in, the, in my bracket to beat Duke in this spot, but now after Duke That's got that scare, pick. it's it's they should have been out. Now yeah, they should have been life. It's oh, yeah, like you said. It's a wake up call, but it's a seven. I mean, <laughs> at least is, ten. They're, they're at least everybody's ten. good. Do you think that they don't have this set up? No, the, it's gonna, the book. The bookie knows what he's doing. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm telling you, ten. Ten. I'm sticking with it. Jim Dodge, double digit victory by Duke. <laughs> Sorry to all the uh, Blue Devil fans out there. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do an underdog money line parlay. This is gonna be a, a an odd one this week since we're real we're literally taking none of the games. We just we're going opposite <laughs> two of the games we picked. I am uh, I am you know I'm I'm taking charge here. I, I you know I, I don't I don't want to sound like a little baby here, but it's my show and I'm taking these teams. I don't care what you guys picked. I'm taking Virginia Tech. No respect. Sorry, no respect for me. Va- you think Von Tech's going to beat Duke? Did They're going to lose Duke by 10. Duke almost lost to UCF. Um, that's a wake-up call. Beatable. The old no-dos. I don't, They're awake now. I, it's, again, it's my my ball. I'm taking. I'm, right. It's my my game. I'm taking charge here. <laughs> I'm also taking Purdue. Sorry, Rick Collins. I, uh, it's a one-and-a-half point. It's a, it's a short short line here. It could easily go either way. And uh, we're going to throw Houston in there, which we didn't even talk about. They're playing Kentucky, and Kentucky has been a little up and down this year. Very, very beatable, and the line is begging people to – I mean, it's two and a half. They're begging you. And the guards on Houston are just phenomenal. Kentucky's been kind of sleepwalking through. I think they got to play a lot better to get through Houston. And Houston lost three – and I think that one was real – they've really only lost two games. I think if you go back and look at it, they have three losses, but one I think was like a buzzer. It was right down in the – so I I, – I like this one. Sorry to go against my uh, my guests here. It's really not not a right flushing m- money down the toilet. Proper right way there. to treat your your guests after you invite them on, but but I'm still voting for you since you throw in five dollars for all of us, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, so. I will be the Vatek Duke game. The the good thing about that though is if it's tight late and you know you're not going to cover, you're probably like I hope Duke loses outright yeah, anyway. So throw some money yeah, on this yeah. and then you'll make money the if it happens. The call of the loser. Yeah, I always do that. Of course, lose outright. I'd rather exactly. have you lose outright. If you're not outright, winning for me, you shouldn't win for exactly. yourself either. And it being well a late said. game, you can. Actually, probably there could be hedging possibilities if Duke slips up in the first half, and that parlay will pay a nice 15 to 1. So get involved, people. Big 
big, big day tomorrow. The tournament marches on, and we are getting an extra bonus treat this year with the early start of the baseball season. I love the first month or two of baseball. I get a little, I'll be perfectly honest, I get a little tired of it. You know, it's a long season. I can get a little, you know, but the beginning always fired up for it. It's great. Something every night to watch. Yeah, and as a Mets fan, this is our, this is, I mean, this is the time to shine, March and April. We, this we is your September, it. let's this be honest. It. Hope springs eternal. Yes. This time of year, right? We, we, we're we psyched. We, we always feel like this is going to be the year, but I, I do feel good about the Mets this year. I, I think the pitching is in place. We picked up a couple of pieces here and there. I, I, I feel cautiously optimistic. We also like to occasionally, well, I do this. It doesn't really come. I just I just bet all the overs tomorrow and just sit back and root for runs in every single game. We we, we go out early. It's going to be a long day tomorrow because we always go out for beers to start the season, and, and then we got to make it somehow till the, uh, till the end. Opening day is, is the best. It is. Like you say, 1 o'clock start or whatever, and just all, take it all day. Take your time. I like betting the I think for years the overs on opening day were good. Last couple of years they've been probably about average, but I, 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 maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I, f- I felt like they would be juicing the ball or something just to get the, the games off to a bang. And usually the, the numbers are low because you have all the you know big stud pitchers going. And, and plus it's a lot of fun to do that, to bet the overs and just hope for you know a lot of scoring. And we brought uh, – this, this is the big reason we brought Rick Collins in. I mean, he, he knows a lot about all sports, but he really is – Baseball – Genius. Baseball guru. Dodge claim. How far back can he quote stat baseball oh, stats? Oh, ridiculous. Ridiculous. And uh, how many fantasy baseball well, How many in this leads? year? I'm in five. I had a scheduling conflict or else you would have been sick. <laughs> how, how much time do you know much you have, that allotted? It's like a part-time job. Do you know how much you have to know? Like, like you have to know. Every, Six fantasy baseball leagues? Like, just like for sport. Like, could you name five, how, the pitchers for the Minnesota Twins? I probably couldn't even name them the Mets <laughs> pitching staff at this point. You know, it's, when you do a lot of leagues, it's the first two that are hard. Then you know all the players. Getting drafted in first. Who are the five pitchers for the? Who are the five pitchers for the Twins? Do you know them off the top of your head? Well, not uh, Jose Barrios is the ace, right? Is Burt Blylevin still there? (laughs) Burt Blylevin, the Hall of Famer. Perfect world. Retired a few years ago. He had that great curveball. I remember. It was a good. uh, it uh, well, there's, a, there's a number of ways. Baseball is a little tricky to, to gamble on. I I dabble in it, but I get very frustrated. And you can get in a lot of trouble if you're not careful. You know, if you're going to gamble early on, I recommend taking the underdogs against the aces. They got good payouts. You can get three losses to one win. Probably break even. That's a pretty good strategy to start the uh, season. I like that angle. I for years I didn't bet baseball, and a few years ago I started, and it was weird at first because you're not, you know, you're so used to betting with the point spread, and it's all money line, money line. But I like it. I really do, and I feel like you can find certain angles, and I do think some aces you can bet against. If you look at like Jacob Degrom last year, right? He's favored almost every time, and the Mets give him no run support. And we saw that a few years ago with CC Sabathia when he was a big favorite. Like you can get these guys where they're minus three, three fifty. And you go against them, Anytime and you, don't have to win. Mind- you, you just have to win like 40% of the time, and you're going to do well. And they don't let them finish. They pull them no matter what. Even and if any time, yeah. Minus three, like to your point, Rick, and, and you, Richard, like if it's minus 300, what's it hurt you? They, you know what I mean? They're going to have a bummer of an outing. And like you said with the Mets, if the bats can't keep up with the arm, these guys are specialized. Five innings, five, they, they don't go longer than that All right, anymore. I'm betting the four right. biggest dogs on the card Another tomorrow. Thing? And it's, you're telling me it's a guaranteed payout pretty Teams much. with shaky bullpens. So the Red Sox don't have Greg Kimbrell this year. They got a lot of guys having a bad spring training. It's a closer by committee. 
Expect some blown saves. Are you available tomorrow to receive texts every <laughs> five to ten minutes? Schedule me for an appointment from one to four. I will have a lot of questions, especially as the drinking uh, presses on. I made it. I made a, a bit of a flaw tomorrow. I uh, I agreed to go on. I'll be I'll be uh, cruising around Manhattan. I agreed. There's the, I was promised free bourbon. I didn't really think think ahead here. And I will be on a boat. I don't even know there's going to be TVs on. I'm gonna, I'll be drinking all afternoon, and then I got to I got to ship off at I seven o'clock. Ship off. <laughs> With no, no TVs, not knowing no where TVs. you're. No TVs, and it's in New York. I'm cut off. The DraftKings app does not work. No live. I got to lock in everything, and then just ride it out oh my on gosh. my uh, free bourbon. That's I, I, I the wasn't best way, though. No <laughs> aggravation. Bourbon, you're a winner or a loser. Oh, we're gonna get back <laughs> when that boat docks. I'm gonna be racing back to Jersey, <laughs> trying to get all my money back on the late game. Yeah. How often can you check your phone without being rude? Oh, Would you get off? Your phone. I went yeah. to the bathroom nine times. Yeah, That's I'm gonna right. have to. Uh, you know, my girlfriend's kind of understanding to a to a point. <laughs> but, I mean, free bourbon. But it's uh, yeah, it's a great day tomorrow. I, and the Mets are opening against some Nash. That's a great game, right? After you got Schrazer against uh, Degrom, the Mets locked up Degrom a I'm little sort of that. five I'm years. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, great. So really, uh, really uh, excited. And then uh, the Yankees got who's pitching for the Yankees. Uh, who do we have tomorrow? Tanaka? Yeah, and they have a cupcake game. As this a nice one, beat up on the Orioles. One of the games yeah. that I take, I will be putting the Orioles in my four underdogs, and hopefully one. I don't. I don't know if this one's going to come in though. It's almost worth betting against the Orioles, pretty much for the season. You got to look and be careful with the numbers. But my question to you, Bubba: Who has the worst record in baseball, Marlins or Orioles? Oh man, this is a tough Cheater's one. doing a great job with the Marlins. <laughs> really, they really love him down there. Oh yeah, he's really, uh, he's really been that acumen it, on the field has translated into it's success. Literally, since he got on board, every it's gotten worse and worse every month. I'm saying the Marlins. Is really? that what you think? I still think uh, Florida. Yeah, Some yeah. talents there. They got a little bit that'll come up throughout the course of the season. Baltimore has nothing. Baltimore's yeah, they're gonna be. All right. ha- and they play be, in the AL East. That's the other. Yeah, that's the other. That's thing true. They, they're gonna be awful. And you can definitely look to do that with certain teams. Like th- some teams will be in a tailspin. You can bet against them night after night. And other teams will get on a roll. You know, sometimes a team gets on the road and they start to click, and you can bet on them night after night. And that's so a fun streaky. thing to do. That's yeah, right. You can, you exactly. can get the Dodgers at last. Was it last year? Two years ago? I mean, they rattled off. You're just killing, killing. If you, if you. Uh, so for over unders uh, for the year. I I, had, I haven't I I'm, I gotta tell you I'm a little bit lazy about this since it's overlapping with the tournament and also I mean I, I, I like to be a little liquid as they say with my gambling funds so I really don't like locking in I usually don't uh, touch this sort of stuff because it's a long season and my money my money's tied up I like to keep reinvesting every night but I, I like doing it because I feel like then you have action every night you know you throw in a cup I always like throwing in at least one over and one under because then you're rooting for a certain team every night and against a certain team every Every night, and you get a lot of bang for your buck. And I know, Rick, you looked at a couple of these over unders. Sure. Who yep. do we like? Do you, I mean, I, well, give me some winners here. I'll, you know, I'll, 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 I've got three. So. All right, All right. beautiful. Got three All right. I, got my, I got my pencil these out. Down. Here we so, go. Yeah. Book these, win some money. It's on me, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so, July Fourth weekend, our first one, right? We have Spider Man. Spider-Man Homecoming, the web crawler returns, right? That's what America is going to be watching, filling these movie theaters. And some brave fans out in Global Life Park in Arlington, Texas, are going to have to watch the horrible Texas Rangers, which is a guaranteed under. Uh, The Rangers' hopes rest on the rotation, which is Mike Miner, Lance Lynn, Drew Smiley, (laughs) 
Edison Volquez oh and Shelby Miller. But wow. it gets better. Most right? of those names sound like fake names. They they really are guys who used to be good, but their number two starter, Smiley. They sound like characters in the Spider-Man movie. They do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, actually. Yeah. But uh, Smiley hasn't pitched since 2016. Edison Volquez, who was traded for uh, Hamilton, hasn't pitched coming off Tommy John surgery. Their fourth starter, Shelby Miller, has 16 starts in the last three years, and there is nothing in the farm that's going to come up. Wow. What's uh, the number? What, what, what's the overall? It's what's about 70, 71. I, I, under. I see them going 68 and 94 right there. All right. All right. Sounds Texas good. Like people, uh, under. But uh, the next team that uh, I also like the under features a 63-year-old manager who's retiring at the end of the year and will be the first Frenchman inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, Bruce Bakke, uh, wow. who coincidentally has 1,926 career wins. If he gets to 2,000, he'll be the 11th got manager all time to do that, and it's not going to happen. The, the Giants are just horrible. Uh, Buster Posey is their main offensive guy. He's a shell of himself. Uh, they're going to trade off their first baseman, Brandon Belt. Uh, their outfield is three guys that haven't been drafted in any of the five leagues I've done, Bubba. And uh, their pitching staff is weak, but Madison Baumgartner, their ace, should be traded by the deadline. I think he'll be the biggest guy that's moved in the uh, when the trade deadline comes. Oh, beautiful. What, and what's the number? Is that around? Uh, that was uh, 73 and a half. I think that's about... I have them going 67 and 95. It's sad. It's the end of an era for the Giants. I mean, yeah, I, they I, had a, you could usually bet them every other year to, take, to go far and uh, win the World it, Series. And I, I, I cashed them a couple of times, but yeah. I agree. I think they're really at the end of their run. You know, they got to turn the corner, trade off their assets with Baumgartner. Great giant, postseason legend, right, but right. rebuild begins when they trade him. And and when you look historically, when he was against Kershaw in a big spot, bet on Baumgartner every time. Yes. Even though Kershaw is going to be first ballot Hall of Famer and have all the stats, but Bum in a Big game. I'll take. I'll take a ten-year drought for three championships. And Bob yeah, Garner was always good for a home, occasional home run, which yes. really I think yeah. he single-handedly won a game. <laughs> yes. Right. What else? Well, who's well, you know, I took two unders, right? And uh, I really wanted to be positive with an over. My last one is the Nationals. I love them. Uh, I think they are not only going to come over. But it's addition by subtraction. You know, they lost Bryce Harper, but they really made some acquisitions with their bullpen. Uh, they also got a guy who I think is going to rebound in Brian Dozier at second base. But they've got a young outfield. Uh, Juan Soto is the next Ken Griffey Jr. He's been awesome. Can't wait to see what he does in a full year. Another guy is my rookie of the year choice, Victor Robles. I think they've got some really good uh, defensive guys, as well as platoons at first base and catcher with uh, Ryan Zimmerman and Matt Adams. Crush lefties, Zimmerman. Matt Adams crush, crushes righties. But really, my pick why I think uh, the Nationals have come in is Mad Max. Obviously, uh, anchors that rotation. They signed a big guy, Patrick Corbin, from the Diamondbacks. And then you got Strasburg. So that with a lockdown pen, I really think the Nationals step it up. And they've been a disappointment, but I, I could see them winning 95 games this year. I do 95. like the angle of going against a team that trades a big name. Because sometimes that, when that happens, you see the team play better. And I don't know, Harper has puts up big numbers, but I get the feeling he's not a, a good team guy. He doesn't hustle a lot. And maybe that'll give the team a bit of a spark. The I'm, division's going to be great. Atlanta, be Atlanta's division. gotten better. Yeah, Atlanta. The Mets yeah. stay healthy, obviously. The Phillies. Just, this is the most Phillies. This is the most this guy studied in college. Never saw him with a book. <laughs> now all of a sudden, he's like Encyclopedia Brown. 
on every team he knows something about. <laughs> He's Their a farm system. Who's coming up like this at Delaware? Yeah, no. No. I graduated with a two four, so I <laughs> yeah. did good. Right? Uh, criminal justice major, you can tell. You know, what uh, I mean, real the quick. Over under on him was two nine at college. <laughs> I'm going to throw in one myself. I'm I'm, I'm going to go under Padres. The Padres number is seventy eight and a half. They haven't won seventy eight games in something like nine or ten years. I know that number is a little inflated because they picked up Machado and they got some young players coming up, but I just see that as an organization that's constantly in rebuild. It's going to be interesting to see somebody like Machado, uh, who occasionally does not give 100% on a, on a clunker of a team. I mean, yeah. you think he's going to try when these guys want to go south? Right. I don't. I mean, I don't see it. So I just think it takes a little while to, for a team to get better, and I don't think overnight they're going to be a 500 team. I was surprised this number was so high, 78 and a half. So I say take the under on yeah, that. Yeah, and number. Richard, I think they got. A good offense going, but their their pitching is so young; it's unproven, it's suspect. Their bullpen's nothing. Uh, I could see them winning seventy five games. Right, right, yeah. No, you'd rather have the good young pitching. I feel like, or the you know the pitching. I feel like drives winning teams, and you can get all the hitters you want, but if you don't have the pitching, you you, you know you're not going to win a lot of games. All right, quickly to wrap it up, we're going to throw in. Uh, we're all going to pick. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go last. I think you're going to know who I'm going to take. But we're all going to pick a World Series winner and throw some money on it. So uh, I don't know if you want to take us out here, Richard. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I know one uh, cousin Eric might not like this because he might feel like I might be mushing them. But I'm going to take the St. Louis Cardinals to Whoa. win the World Series. They're plus 1,600. I think when they fired Matheny last year, their team really picked it up. They played a lot better. They made a run for the playoffs. I, I, I like that organization. I feel like they always do a good job. They always have good young players coming up. And um, they picked up uh, – help me out here. Oh, my Paul God. Paul Goldschmidt. Thank you. My Clark, pick I for Paul MVP Goldschmidt. in the NL. That's right. And I think when the Cardinals pick up these big names, they perform. They do a good job. The players get settled in well in St. Louis. It's a great place to play. And I could see them doing well. And, you know, their division is up for grabs. So I could definitely see them winning the division and making a run in the playoffs. So I think – and I love the number, plus 1,600. Take the Cardinals Juicy. to win. Great. Uh, my pick, we talked about him earlier. I really stand by the Nationals. Boo. My crystal ball has them beating the Cleveland Indians in the World Series, right? Oh, there's, wow. a, there's a team if you want to bet to win the pennant. I love that pitching staff. I think we'll get some offensive guys at the deadline. And, uh, you know, I'm going to stand by the Nationals there. It's also plus 1,600. That's pretty good odds. Don. All right. Admittedly, I've been looking for Rick's note card on the Houston Astros for the last 10 minutes, and I can't find it, but I'm taking the Astros. Shocking you're taking one of the I'm heavy favorites. I'm taking a big, heavy favorite. Loser. Michigan State, Duke, um. and then win some future money <laughs> on the Houston Astros. Rick, why should I take the Houston Astros? You shouldn't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so when all of his picks do not pan out, jump on the Astros. Plus 650. I'm taking the Mets like I do every year. I hope Monday to cash a ticket and uh, get all my money. Money back. I the pitching staff's going to be healthy. Actually, that division's going to be awesome. It's going to be great to watch. It's going to be great. The Phillies, the, the Phillies national games are going to be insane with Bryce Harper. It's going to be. Uh, it's gonna, if the Mets stay healthy, when you have that pitching, you know you can. Bubba, they got the best reliever in baseball, Edwin Diaz. I love that they picked him up. Him. I and love Robinson that they picked Cano him up. Robinson going to play fine. Yeah, I think so. I'm, uh, I think I'm, so. Again, I'm, I'm sarcastically said this is the best time of the year for the Mets, but just please stay healthy and and, and make a Outside run. Outside of Cespedes, I don't think you want him back. No, I think maybe he's uh, he might be retired from the golf course. And uh, the Mets are plus 2,200. Pretty juicy. I like that number. I, I, and, the, yeah, that division is going to be very exciting. You have four up-and-coming solid teams, and then you have the Marlins. So it's going to be – you know, four. if you look at the over-under numbers, four of those teams are in the 80s, and I think the Marlins number is like 63 and a half. So 
You know, that, that could be a, that could be. I, I mean, that's a good underbet as well. I guess the Marlins because they're going to be playing a lot. They're going to get the crap beat out of them in the uh, division. I think that over under is sixty two and a half. So will they or won't they lose a hundred games? That's what it'll come down no, to. Guys, Jeter's a winner. He's a winner. Oh, yeah, really. He's turning it around. <laughs> a quick side Give note: Bobby time. Bonilla will be getting paid after Bryce Harper's contract has expired. Bobby Bonilla will still be getting paid. That's, That's good, good to uh, know that Great he's signing. A, he's a good accounting. Great accounting by the Mets. He's back. Clegg's call. I'm actually enthusiastic. He came so close last time with his new system, and he's returning, and we should have won. We lost in the 94th minute. Clegg's corner returns. We were this close. A 94th minute goal from Newcastle snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. We were right there. We were right there. You know. So, I, I, But I feel confident because we, he, had a, 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 he, he retooled. He had a week where he should have won. Now he's had... A week off, a couple weeks to really look at it. Uh, I, I feel very confident. I like how we're talking about him as if he's not sitting across <laughs> from us. <laughs> we can do it. Let's go, Will. We go. I like it. All right. So I'm, I am feeling pumped up after almost hitting that last parlay. Uh, I mean, we were a little lucky to be in that position, too. West Ham wasn't doing great earlier in their game. They had to storm back to win. So, you know, whatever. Richard and I were marching in the St. Patrick's Day Parade. I was remember looking at my phone thinking we were in some yeah, trouble. Yeah, We were in trouble at first. Great. Didn't look great. And then but, things uh, turned around, and then they turned around again. Yeah. And yeah, Emotional roller coaster. Right. Yes. That's why it's the greatest soccer league to watch, I think. So uh, this week I've got another three-game parlay, and I've got Man United home to Watford is the, the first pick, and that one's going to be Saturday at 11 a.m. They're a favorite, a decent favorite, I would imagine. They're a decent favorite, yeah. I mean, Watford's an okay team, but you know, Man United's been playing great. They're uh, minus two forty-five to win that game. All right, I like uh, throw throw the favorites in there. You stack some favorites together. Yep, and then we've got uh, Burnley versus Wolves. That's also at eleven a.m. And uh, Wolves are plus one forty-five on the road there. I like the way they've been playing. They're I don't know. They're a little up and down. They actually tend to play better against the better teams. But I, I think they're on an upswing, and they're going to continue it here against Burnley. Burnley's I've actually cashed good. on Wolverhampton a couple times this year. They've been, uh, they've, they've definitely can come through in some, uh, some of these big spots. I like this pick. I have a couple of friends that are uh, fans that got, got in my ear about them. So, all right, now this next one's a little, little dicey. Oh boy! Uh-oh. So, it's Arsenal versus Newcastle, and Arsenal's a big favorite. They're at home. They play real well at home. Not so great on the road, but they're minus two sixty-five to beat Newcastle at home. I know Newcastle spoiled it for us last time, but here's the good news. This game is on Monday at 3 p.m. So if the first two come in... You have plenty of time to think, figure out a good hedge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know, Newcastle's going to be real juicy as an underdog there. Like There's something like plus 700 if you wanted to sprinkle a little there to hedge it. So. And then the draw will come in and we'll lose both ways. <laughs> yeah, well, you can sprinkle a little on the draw, too. I like it. No, I like I like having the, uh, you know, putting the huge favorite on the on the, the next day because you can actually come up with some good great hedging possibilities and, uh, you know, cash... Yep. So if all three of those come in, it's uh, it's four to one. Oh, Not beautiful, bad. solid, Not bad price. solid. I like right. it. I like it. All Two right. big favorites and the one dog. I love it. Four to one. It's great odds. So close last time. Will like feel it's. I it's love coming. It's it's all turning around. My, my bankroll right. is getting light, doubling and quadrupling up to get all my money back. <laughs> Again, but. not not what I recommend. <laughs> I got it. One's coming in. It has to. Isn't that the law of average? Isn't it some law? I, Richard's the math guy. I guess I was told there'd be no math. All right, fair.
right, I'm going to give you a quick recap here so you can jot down these winners. I took under 118.5 in the Virginia-Oregon game, and I took the University of North Carolina, minus 5. Richard took under 146.5 in the Gonzaga-Florida State game, and Oregon, plus 8.5. Rick baseball guru Collins is on Tennessee, minus 1.5, and Michigan, minus 1.5. And Jim Dodge, 0-2 last week, predicting a comeback on tilt, has taken Michigan State minus six. That's a, that's a nice little Friday. Go ahead. Tell him. And then, Duke, I love this. You're mushing them. I absolutely love it. Duke minus all seven. All chalk, all Highly Friday. Highly unlikely. Duke minus all. seven. The underdog money line parlay, I, I went against everybody. I don't care. I took Virginia Tech, Houston, and Purdue. Fifteen to one. Boo! Boo! Boo All you want to get? Going against? It's my show. I don't care. My show. Boo away. When that comes in, doing whatever you want. I don't care. It's your ball. You're playing with. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and then we put all eight picks into the uh, DraftKings app, and that parlay it will pay a juicy hundred and seventy-five to one. I'm already spending that money. The nice thing about that is Duke is the last one, so you know you can you can hedge at that point if you're so inclined. Let's hope we get there. And uh, baseball, the baseball recap. Thanks to uh, to Rick Collins for providing us with a lot of information. I would, I would, I would bet these. This guy actually knows what he's talking about, as opposed to some of the other people. I'm you mean Dodge? As opposed to the host, maybe. Uh, he took. He's saying un, a couple of unders. Texas Rangers under seventy and a half. San Francisco Giants under seventy two and a half. And he loves the Washington Nationals. He's saying, you know, all the way, but he's saying definitely over 89 wins. Richard threw in one, one, one future as well. He took the San Diego Padres, hapless, under 78 wins. The, uh, the, the, the winners of the World Series, I, I, went with, uh, I went with my New York Mets, plus 2,200. Rick Collins has taken the Nationals going against me here, plus 1,600. Richard is saying the St. Louis Cardinals, plus 1,600. And Jim Dodge is taking a boring favorite. Oh, Houston. Free money. You just take <laughs> free money. Take Boston while you're at it. I mean, whoop I may take Boston I'm if uh, Houston falls apart. You I'm never know what I'll do. Be your new favorite team. <laughs> tying up all my money on a boring favorite. Very unpredictable. It's not even going to pay. I, I mean, anyway, I digress. The uh, Clegg's Corner returns. I love this one. I am I'm not even feigning enthusiasm, as I may have done a couple weeks during the season. Man United, <laughs> Wolverhampton, and Arsenal pays a juicy 4-1. to one. And Arsenal, it's a sweet Monday afternoon after you, you know, you're waking up from, from four days of crazy action and it's a nice 3 o'clock. You go out, you get yourself a nice lunch with all your winnings and you just sit back and you watch Arsenal win uh, 3 o'clock on Monday. Anybody have anything they'd like to plug? I don't have any plug. Can I can I pan something? Sure. I want to pan the Capital One ads with uh, Charles Barkley and the Spike worst. Lee. So bad. And I like all three of They're those all guys. Talented. Here's an idea. Write a script. Have an idea. Oh, you these guys just the it's team. unbelievable. I gotta That's suffer through they're in they're embarrassing. The they're so money bad. Spend on that. Oh my it's god. I'm so tired year. of it. And those guys are all great. That's the thing. I like Spike so Lee's movies. Talent. Barkley's funny, and it's just terrible. You almost can't if you put them in a room, you almost can't get that. But if right. you just said wing it, it almost couldn't, it couldn't get something. Be 
worse. Yeah, it it's a be disgrace. Well, that, that was the meeting. Wing it. <laughs> yeah, go, here's, your, here's your wardrobe. Oh, Get out there. Fake be laughter funny. Laughter is torture oh to listen God, to. It's geez. so brutal. Just please put an end to that. Right. Rick? I think we have to do a challenge here. I got the Nationals not only winning the division, but the World Series. Richard, Bubba, you guys are Mets fans. Yes. The loser uh, the to Phillies. my left is a Philly fan. Absolutely. So, what, what's the wager? We'll, uh, go we'll ahead. do a, a dinner somewhere, right? We'll do some sort of dinner somewhere. The, the, uh, the losers pay for the winner. You know, assuming that uh, the Braves don't win the division. Which yeah, then we all have to do <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. well, let's say the best record then. I don't want to say good, it yet, good. right? That's good. Okay. The best record. Best record. The other guys take them out. Yeah. Right. yeah. There, you go. there you go. We'll do a nice dinner somewhere. Maybe we'll go to Corto, Maybe, which is uh, great, right? We'll follow, we'll just go to- a guaranteed loser for you. The Phillies are not <laughs> coming. Well, Colin says Cadoba is his favorite one, so I don't mind paying $8 <laughs> if I lose, for a burrito I take you guys to Johnny Rockets. Oh, I right. love those chili That's cheese That's good. Chili cheese fries and diarrhea. What's better? How can you do any? can't lose it, Johnny Rockets. Any any plugs, Dodge? I have a show at the Brass Rail April 25th. Oh, nice. Oh, right in town. A month from now. It's a bar show. Okay. It's a Thursday. Oh, beautiful. Right. Thursday. I'll be on here too, so you guys can insult me for my losses. I'll plug in on more information. In, uh, but, in yeah. Hoboken, nice. Dodge live yeah. and uh, telling exactly. jokes. Exactly. Same, the same jokes from 2008. Get ready for Quite it. Quite honestly. Oh, it, seriously. <laughs> not even busting chops here. Always always great. And usually there's some other good, uh, good people on the card. Yes. Yeah. The other people will save the card. That's for sure. Um, did uh, Milestones, Collins, did you want to? Uh, well, we do Baseball have a few, right? So we got CC like- Sabathia. All right. He could be the 18th pitcher with 3,000 Ks. He's only 14 away. Whoa. And he'd be the first since John Smoltz in 2008. Wow. Wow. That'll be coming up soon, Uh, too. King Albert. Albert Pujols is 18 RBIs away from a career total of 2,000. Whoa. He'd be the fifth player, right? Wow. And then uh, one thing that I find interesting, Clayton Kershaw, he'll pass Sandy Koufax in career strikeouts with 122. And he's a year younger than when Koufax retired. That should tell you how good he is. Humble. He's uh, he is on. Yeah, if he can stay healthy, I hope he stays healthy. Great he's regular fun to watch. season pitcher. Great yeah, regular. Yeah. Season a little pitcher. shaky yeah. in the uh, in, in the playoffs, playoffs, but great. And regular. I don't think the Dodgers make the playoffs this year. Well, that's old a good, prediction. That's a bold Whoa. prediction. Old prediction. Two and two years. Tough to get the geared up for a third year and a third run in a row. I'm gonna plug O'Neill's. Uh, it's a bar on the corner of Fourth and Park in Hoboken. I have been. I will be there tomorrow. Some of us will be there. Dressed up. Gee, well, I will be in formal wear since I have to go on a, on a fancy <laughs> dinner watching baseball in the afternoon. We like to do this every year opening day. We all try to clear our schedules out. Some of us couldn't do it this year, but we'll be. Uh, we usually, we'll drink drink there starting right at uh, you know first pitch and, uh, and and sit around and watch. It's just so great to just see all that baseball up on the TVs. And uh, I've, I've, been, I've been screaming at those television sets at O'Neill since the mid-90s. A long time. Yes. A long time. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm going to jump on and say I'm going to plug the lovely ladies of O'Neill's. They hire great female staff. The, uh, what about they, the guys? And oh, Eric. Well, and they have whatever. And Eric's fine. Be, Matt Santos is a nice guy. But they, uh, they you know, the, the bartenders are great. And they they will not forget about you when you're at the bar. And they put up uh, a lot yeah. of our nonsense. Wait, most, yes. of, most important thing, they have the baseball package, right? They do. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. of course. They have the baseball package. I think they got six screens over there. Don't worry. You can, you can, I found myself losing on all six screens uh, once or twice over the years. It's really... <laughs> Yeah. Enjoyable way to spend your day, but if anybody has come on ed, by, come by, you get a lunch break. You'll come see by. Bubba in a clip-on tie, a nice little Walmart. <laughs> I'll be in blazer. a blazer. Blazer. If go. you come by happy hour, I'll probably be down a couple uh, shekels at that point. It might be a little. <laughs> I might be hitting that bourbon a little bit before the boat ships off. I'd like to thank all our guests, uh, Rick Collins, 
coming out. Baseball guru. Honestly. It's the hardest this guy's ever worked. The hardest he's ever worked. You brought me back to Hoboken, and it feels great. Oh, yeah. Former roommate. Him and Dodge go way back. There have been a lot of uh, over the years. Wash your dishes, Dodge. (laughs) A lot of tense (laughs) moments. He's a real stickler around the apartment. That's for sure. And all this, your picks better come in, buddy, because you know I'm I'm always against, you know, scattering information is not really my form of gambling. Just start off with Michigan Thursday night. I do Winning love by Michigan. double digits. I like it. Thanks a lot for uh, coming out, and uh, thanks for all the baseball. Uh, Richard, great job. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you tomorrow for some baseball. Part of it, yeah. Jim Dodge. You don't have to thank me. All chalk, all the time, no. all Friday. People <laughs> love Michigan when you're State on. Duke. Fade, fade, I fade. am on tilt like you wouldn't believe. All the favorites. <laughs> fade him if you will. And I, I can't tell you how fired up I am for tomorrow. I actually have, I usually work Wednesday nights. I have off. I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep, although I'll be excited. Be ready to go. Big day tomorrow. I cannot wait. And there's so much, so much action. There's also hockey and best, NBA. I mean, don't, we can't forget about Buckets. that. You can do the old four sport parlay. I like to th- throw one of those in just, uh, and uh, it really is a great time of year to get involved. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, please email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. You can also join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at PFTYPod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Art podcast is produced by Will Clegg for Van Vors Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. Get involved.